This is a Cato Special Podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. As heads of G20 governments meet in Pittsburgh, the climate change debate has been largely missing. But as President Obama needles China on trade, slapping a punitive tariff on Chinese tires, a more tense climate change fight may be in the works as developing nations seek advantage. Pat Michaels, Senior Fellow in Environmental Studies at the Cato Institute, comments. Much was made of China's announcement this week that they were going to uh, do something about emissions. But when you read the fine print, what they said is they were going to reduce their emissions intensity. That's the amount of carbon dioxide that a country produces per unit gross domestic product. All countries that develop their economies reduce their emissions intensity. All they really said was that we are going to continue to increase our carbon dioxide emissions because we're going to grow our economy. How was the media responded to uh, this announcement? Uh, it was an amazing response. that these, these pronouncements that China was now taking leadership in emissions reduction, which was not at all the case. In fact, what China did was exactly what President Bush said he was going to do, end quote, about climate change. He was going to reduce the United States' carbon intensity by 25%. But that was what would happen if we continued to do what we'd been doing for the last three decades. And the Chinese are merely saying something very close to the same. What is the significance of the discussions about climate change not being uh, on the agenda, really, at the G20? The G20 has kicked the can, climate can down the road uh, it will get kicked further down the road at the next meeting of the Conference of the Parties to the United Nations Climate Change Treaty, which takes place in Copenhagen in December. Uh, I think the news now is that there will be no real news out of Copenhagen, except to say that all countries should sort of do their own thing on climate change. They should do something. What is the posture of the Obama administration going into Copenhagen? Well, the Obama administration is very good at posturing and not particularly good at action. Uh, the Obama administration will not have uh, legislation from the Congress to carry forward to Copenhagen on emissions reductions because the Senate is stuck on health care. Uh, he may have some direction from the Environmental Protection Agency uh, commanding some type of emissions reductions, but that's certain to get blocked up and bottled up in the U.S. court system, so that's not anything concrete. He's going to go to Copenhagen basically all hat and no cattle. He'll be haranguing the rest of the world to reduce their emissions while he cannot commit his own country to doing so. Given the response to China's statement about its own emissions, it seems like uh, their position in terms of what they'll be emitting in the future is... Uh, strengthened quite a bit. China and India are not going to do anything, and nobody could reasonably expect China to go along with President Obama after he slapped an embargo on their tires earlier this month. Why he did that in today's political climate is beyond anyone's comprehension, that he would punish the Chinese for several thousand American tire workers and then think he could ask the Chinese to then therefore reduce their economic output or their growth because that's what happens when you cut carbon dioxide. There's going to be a headline that's going to appear very soon, you know, that global emissions of carbon dioxide have dropped 3% in 
in the year 2009, an unprecedentedly large drop. Why? Because the global economy is in the tank. If anybody doesn't think that carbon dioxide emissions and economic growth are tied together, please take a look at 2009. I think that the science on climate change is finally settling down to reality. Uh, I have argued and several others have argued for years that the so-called sensitivity of temperature to carbon dioxide has been overestimated, but it has been very, very hard to publish that work uh, in the literature. Just last month, however, uh, a paper did appear by Richard Lindzen, in fact, arguing strongly that the sensitivity was estimated as too high. They're starting to pop up now. I think my profession is beginning to start to sort of cover its uh, posterior on this because imagine the hue and cry that's going to occur when it becomes apparent that global warming was an overpredicted phenomenon. Faith in science is going to be shattered in this country. Pat Michaels is a senior fellow in environmental studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org.